We are 103.9 WDKX, Rochester's number one station for R&B, hip-hop, throwbacks. Thank you for making us a part of your day uh, this morning here on the show. A lot to get into here at WDKX and the Wake Up Club. Uh, but I want to remind folks that there are a number of different events taking place. One will be tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is going to be quite the show. We're going to be at the Kodak Hall at the Eastman Theater. It's right on Gibbs Street. Uh, it is a great opportunity to go out and see Black or hear Black Panther in a different way. Black Panther, without a doubt, for a lot of people, is one of the so for a lot of people the greatest movie they've ever seen. Um, it's already one of those movies that when it came out, site it was uh, unbelievably brave. Well, I think it's the best way to describe well, it. Well, you know. Just like you said, it's one of the great movies. Generated a lot of money, and just even at Rochester, I've known at least ten people that went to see it two or three times. Yeah, seen it two or three times. I own it, the digital and the physical. Right, right. Because <laughs> people have the digital and then people have the physical. I got both. Um, so to actually have somebody who uh, will be performing this at the, uh, like I said before, Kodak Hall Eastman Theater tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, only one show, Anthony? It's only one show, right? It's just one show. Just one show. Um, uh, the conductor of that event is joining us now. Good morning, Anthony. How are you feeling today, sir? I am so privileged to be here with you. So uh, thank now, you for inviting me. I, I have practiced your last name, so I want to want to ask you on air. I didn't get a chance to ask because I'm so excited. I got so many questions for this guy because he's, he's, he's done music and conducted and been a part of some of my favorite movies, some of my favorite uh, TV shows, some of the, a number of different things. I saw the thing with RZA. We were watching that. Yeah, Sight and I were watching yeah. that together, uh, and, and being a part of it. So, how do you pronounce your last name? It's Parnther. It's like Panther with an R in it. The, jo the joke was, <laughs> Black Parnther <laughs> conducts Black Panther. Par Parnther. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's Parnther. Parnther. Yeah. Uh, but it's so interesting. So I, I find it. I, where did where do you start? Like, how did you get into all this? I know I've read a, a lot of your bio. I know Yale. I know another the San Bernardino Orchestra. I've I've read all the different things. You've touched so many forms of music, different forms of music. Um, bassoonist and and it, you're a funny guy too because I've heard I've seen a lot of videos. So where does this all start for you when it comes to conducting? I have to be real honest with you. My journey to music is a little unusual. I wanted to go ride on roller coasters when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. and I was sitting in the eighth grade uh, in like a math class or something like that, and I hear over the intercom what all the kids and the members of the middle school band report to the bus for their trip to King's Dominion. Yeah. And I saw half the uh, half the class stand up and head toward the bus, leaving the rest of us behind. So I was like, I've got to get in on this gig. <laughs> so I literally looked in the dictionary and I saw the accordion in the A section. That reminded me of Lawrence Welk. You guys remember Lawrence Welk? Yes, I do know. Lawrence yeah. Welk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my parents watched that. I think they watched it to see the tap dancer yes. on the piano. But um, but I turned to the B section and I saw this picture of a bassoon and I was like, yeah, this is my ticket right here. Really? Yeah, so I took the picture of the of the bassoon in the dictionary to the band director and said, hi, my name is Anthony Parnther and I intend to play the bassoon in the Lincoln Middle School Band next year. And that's literally how I got my start in music. Now, Lawrence Welk show is it's one of those things that comes on like uh uh npr it's like it's a, like pbs and and stuff like that that's where you'll where you'll find it but i do remember um you know it wasn't my mom i think it was my grandmother that would kind of oh long as the show is i'm gonna watch that and so that you literally got into music to get out of class 
to I wanted to go ride the roller coasters, and they were riding the roller coasters, and I still have not been to King's Dominion to this day. <laughs> well, now you ain't got no time. <laughs> Are they even still open? I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. But it's it's going to be great opportunity to go see Black Panther in a different sound, uh, a different sort of vibe, a different sort of thing. If you know anybody who likes music or who likes to hear classical music or likes to hear orchestra music, this is their event tomorrow night, right? This is the place to be tomorrow night. Absolutely. You know, this concert really takes film going back to its roots because before we even had dialogue, it was just picture and sound. Uh, back in, you know, 100 years ago, nearly, you would have the screen and, you know, somebody playing the organ or the piano or a small little group of musicians improvising the entire score. Now, what we're doing is actually recreating note for note what it took us two weeks to record in the studio. Wow. You know, uh, when we did um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we did that in London at Abbey Road Studios. And it took us, you know, I think nine days of triple sessions in order to record all of this music and get it perfect for the screen. I'm sorry, what are what are triple sessions? So uh, a single session lasts three hours. So that'd be like from 10 o'clock in the morning to one o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon, two to five, seven to 10. That's a triple session. <laughs> it's grueling work. Yeah. It's grueling work for, for, for two weeks to, to, you know, to get you know, 200 minutes of music sometimes on some of these movies. And, you know, Black Panther is, a, is a, what we call a wall-to-wall -wall score. But there's music basically playing at all times. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it, uh, we have two rehearsals, basically, to get through that entire score. So, basically, the movie is so long that it's longer than the rehearsal. So, the Rochester Philharmonic has really put through its paces in order to get through this entire score. So, I've got to get through the, the movie once okay. and a half. And we've just, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Go ahead, Ray. So I, the question I have for you is because with music, like you said, it was music and, you know, um, it invokes emotion. And with that being said, what emotion do you like to produce with your music? You know, it just depends on, um, they always say that, you know, really good music uplifts the spirit and engages the intellect mm -hmm. and film scores that are able to do that are you know even more magnified and i definitely i mean obviously this is one of the great film scores that won an oscar in 2019 um but you know ludwig Göransson really did his research i mean because this is i mean he brought in baba mall he brought in masamba diop to to sort of give that west african um you know, uh, drumming and vocal experience. Um, but this score is really a chameleon because sometimes it goes between, uh, you know, trap music, quite frankly, and moving right into sort of the old fashioned sort of corn gold esque symphonic, uh, you know, fullness, you know, so it, sometimes it sounds like Strauss and sometimes it sounds very much not, not like Strauss. Um, but he's really weaved together a score that's ingenious and, and really very uh, cleverly. Um, snakes along in a lot of different genres from moment to moment, sometimes within the same queue. Man, this is I, I tell, go ahead, Syke, I got I got a we got we got questions you. around the room you, here. You know, you you've just, you did a lot of work in the industry. Can you just do me one favor, and it doesn't cost you anything? <laughs> Can you say, Luke, I am your father? <laughs> you know, um, I, well, I think I get, you're about to do it. <laughs> I, I get that. Well, you, you, if you could, if you could just slip a ten dollar bill across <laughs> the uh, 
Luke, I am your father. I now, think you know, I got three. I got three. Of it. I got, <laughs> <laughs> you got more. We'll make it happen. Got four right here. <laughs> take it out, buddy. Out for like, look, look at that. Look at that. Pay cash. Pay Best cash. three dollars I ever. Now spent. I won't be eating lunch later, but <laughs> <laughs> pay cash. But yeah, it's um, it, it it's it's got to be. I know you've done some voiceover work too. I know you've done some voiceover work. You've done some uh, a number of different things. Uh. I can't even imagine what it's like to be in a room with musical geniuses. I mean, you've been in a room with people from, like I said before, Resident Studio with him, uh, Kanye West. You've done stuff with uh, Rihanna. You've done what is it? What is it like being in a room with so many different people talking music, and you're all on this language level? And people walk in. I'm like, I'm getting a session on how people feel music and understand it. Yeah, the thing is, is that everybody just wants to produce something that's great. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's RZA, you know, oftentimes I, um, I think like the last couple projects that I got to work on with RZA, you know, RZA is is quite a, he is an impressive musician. He reminds me of Prince a little bit. The mm -hmm. thing that people sometimes forget about Prince is that he had mastery of so many instruments yeah. you know but Riza is very specific about what he wants at all times he will sit at the piano and it's like okay this section is going to be an f minor and then oftentimes it's my job to sort of classicalize what he's looking for he's like i need the harp to go bring so it's my job to say you know marcia i need you to play d flat harmonic minor on beat three into one you know so it's it's often you know i have to be super technical in order to sort of um get into his mind and create the and help him you know sort of create the score that he's envisioned um so it's it's a really interesting challenge um working you know sometimes i'm working on r&b sometimes i'm working on soul sometimes i'm working on classical you know sometimes so anything from bach to beyonce yeah. i've had the privilege of working on it and i wouldn't have it any other way uh, tomorrow night, do not be anyplace else but at Kodak Hall Eastman Theater. Show starts, I think it's 7.30. 7.30 start tomorrow night for Black Panther. How you've never heard it before, Anthony? No one's ever heard it like this before. It's, a, it's an amazing opportunity for people to literally hear the score being performed live. The way, you know, with a live 80-piece orchestra recreating the score live. So we have to basically um, attach the score live while everybody's sitting there and make sure that it is seamlessly attached to the score. Because if one, you know, if you're a measure off, it no longer is in sync with the picture. So it's a, it's a huge, tall order for the, for the orchestra and myself to accomplish tomorrow night. It's, wow. a, it's, it's like an Olympic event. Wow. Really so that is. means a lot of practice, a lot of practice before this goes live tomorrow night. Well, it, it just it relies on the virtuosity of the musicians in the Rochester Philharmonic mm -hmm. in order to pull off such a feat. Because yeah. like I said, it took us two weeks to record these scores and they've got to bring it to life in two rehearsals. Mm. And only really the best orchestras can pull something of this magnitude off. Wow. Wow. I tell you, I, I could, Anthony, we could talk for the next hour or so. We got to get some suppressing issues coming up in the second half of the water cooler. But I, I have so many different questions. First of all, you were talking about like F minor and stuff. I have no idea, but I'm so interested. And, 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 and you stuck with music after you went on the field trip. And, and stuck with it all the way through? Well, I didn't go on the on the field trip, but I did learn that I, I really had an affinity for communal music making. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something very special about, you know, making music with, you know, 60, 70, 80, 100, sometimes 250 other people on stage. Because you have so many people from different backgrounds working together for one purpose, you know, and you really don't find that in a lot of other circumstances. No. I wish, you know, where 
so many people with different uh, backgrounds come together to play one chord together. I wish every member of Congress played in an orchestra. I think yeah. they'd learn to, to work together a lot more efficiently. I, it, it's interesting. It happens with teams, sports teams. It happens with music. It happens uh, in, sometimes in business, sometimes it doesn't. Um, sometimes you make some terrible decisions because you're not on the same <laughs> sort of page. So I see music now differently after talking to you. I understand now that there's so many different things. One, no one just walks out of bed and does it. <laughs> you gotta, you got to practice loving and passion. It seems like you have a passion for it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when you come and see the Rochester Philharmonic tomorrow, it's one of our great professional orchestras here in America with a rich rich history. You know, an interesting thing that people should know about the Rochester Philharmonic, the very first black man ever to have his music performed by a major orchestra was William Grant Still, hmm. who uh, he wrote his what's called the Afro-American Symphony, and that was premiered by the Rochester Philharmonic in 1933. 1933. This is 90 years ago that this very orchestra here in our Rochester, New York, premiered the very first uh, symphony by an American black composer. So this is an orchestra that has an incredibly rich history and legacy. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm very excited to step on the Kodak Hall tomorrow with this fantastic orchestra and present this fantastic score. I will never mimic a conductor again. <laughs> I, you know how you people I'm like that's not what they do you that's part of the job <laughs> I saw that that was actually pretty good no 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 I will never I, I, I have so much appreciation for what you do and what they do I think a lot of people just don't understand and haven't had a conversation it's with you about what music it really takes to make music but Absolutely. it's like with any any profession right from the outside looking in it looks easy because they're the professional right Absolutely. so if this is what they do it's like you see a basketball player you see a musician you see a dj you see whatever doing what they're doing it looks so easy that you think it's easy until you either have an intelligent conversation about it or you try it yourself and you're like oh it's not like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, every well, every single person in the uh, Rochester Philharmonic probably started when they were four or five years old. Wow, jeez, you know? that that. Go ahead, Ray. What were you gonna say? Well, because music is its own language, and it's something that you have to learn, you have to practice, and then you have to do almost like an apprenticeship to a level of mastery. Mm. Absolutely, and it takes time. It takes a lot of time. It takes patience. And it's something that you eventually master. And when you get to the, that point, to the point of where you are, you create things that are just incredible and um, incredibly mind-blowing. If your kids, I don't care who they are, what color they are, what socioeconomic background they are, if they're in the Black Panther and they're in the music, this is it. Tomorrow night, there's only one show, 730. It's going to be a Kodak Hall, Eastman Theater, right on Gibbs Street. Um and go out and enjoy this. And I didn't even I didn't get a chance to ask Anthony. He was a part of so many different scores, like Mandalorian, one of our favorites. I did all the research and all the like, Yale. I didn't even ask him about Yale. I asked him about nothing. I just wanted to know about the music. That's what I wanted to know. How much passion and work it takes to make this happen. Uh, I wish you the best of luck, man. I really do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow evening. Uh, Black Panther in concert. Uh, as I said before, Kodak, uh, Eastman Theater. Enjoy 26 Gift Street. I even remember the address off the top of the head. Just getting ready for the show. We are 103.9 WDKX.